Hi, and welcome to Whole Heart Transformation. I am Melissa Alguera, your personal identity life coach. Let's go to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. Well, just recently I did a little teeny post on when you become an adult, um, the expectation is that you should have these adult qualities and characteristics. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, but just hear me out for a sec. Or like you become a parent and you should just know exactly how to parent. Or, you know, you get married and you should know exactly how to do marriage. And I gotta say, that all seems like amazing. And like, if only that was the case, could we do that? If we got the relational nutrients that we needed as kids in order to know how to be a healthy adult. And so I want to talk about this because you, I see a lot of memes and I've kind of seen this for a while where, you know, it's like, like you're not in your, you know, childhood home anymore, like grow up and, you know, people should just grow up and you can't blame your parents for the way that you are, and you can't blame your childhood for that. And I gotta say, actually, you can. I would say 99% of the time you can. Now, sometimes there are decisions that we make. Uh, Maybe it's somebody who's gotten into drugs and their brain got messed up or there's mental health issues that stop us from being the proper adults that we need to be. But the majority of the time, What happens in our family of origin will determine what kind of an adult we are when we get to adulthood. It is the facts. And let me kind of explain this to you in a broader sense. Okay. I'm going to kind of go a little brainy on you. I hope that, I hope you get it. But like, okay, actually I won't go brainy just yet. I'm going to, I'm going to do something that's like a little more like basic. So if I have a bunch of seeds in my hand, okay, and I go and I, and I plant the seeds in one spot and I water and I tend to that spot and I care for that spot and, and, you know, the plants grow in that spot, but they don't, they don't really grow anywhere else. There might be like a few little scattered, let's say they're flowers. There might be a few little scattered flowers a little further over, but they really don't grow in that spot, any other spot than the spot that I've planted it in. I have, I have flowers in pots outside that are like this, um, that they, they only stayed in the pot. Like they didn't go outside the pot. They just stayed where I planted it. Okay. And this is kind of like our brain, like our brain is it lights up in spots that have been used and have been exercised and the spots that haven't those spots don't really have a lot of functionality and so when we become an adult if parts of our brain haven't been you know had haven't had repetition in areas for us to become a proper adult it's going to be really hard to adult. 
Now you might say to yourself, well, like, how can you even raise a kid to be an adult? Cause they're like not an adult. And how can they, how can they strengthen their adulthood as a child? Well, here's how, okay. The thing is oftentimes we lack adulthood because we can't function or cope or have capacity for realities in life. So what happens is we revert back to child ways of coping, childlike ways of coping, childlike ways of being. So, you know, let's say you're in a relationship with somebody and, um, you, you know, we'll just say marriage because that's easiest. So, you, so you're in a marriage with somebody and your partner is saying, I need you to do this. Okay. Now they're just asking you to do something. They're not they're not shaming you. They're not putting blame on you. They're they're not even like saying you're not doing things right. It's literally just just asking you to do something, right? And then all of a sudden, you in your body feel an oversensing whelm of shame, but you probably don't even know that's what's happening, and you start to shut down, and you no longer can do the relational dynamic of what this person, your, you know, your partner is asking you, you can't even, you literally can't even do what they're asking you because you're having an automatic response in your brain and in your body. That's all subconscious. Um, that is based out of how you learn to be as a child and you are functioning out of that. I won't even say functioning you are living out of that in your adulthood, in your adult relationships. And this is why we end up getting stuck in our adulthood, like not being able to manage and cope with things because we didn't have capacity built for us. I would say I I tend to struggle with this. Specifically, I've gotten a lot better because I've done a ton of work, a crap ton of work. In fact, actually, it was really funny. Just a little side note. My husband and I were having a conversation <laughs> because we're getting ready to um, buy a house. We've been putting all the paperwork together. We've been saving up hardcore. We've been um, speaking with our realtor and our loan person. We've been doing all this work. And we got a bunch of paperwork together. And my husband looks at me and he goes, oh, my gosh, we're really adulting. And I was like, Yeah. And it wasn't too overwhelming or scary. Um, we were able to sit down and have a conversation about finances and and not be too overwhelmed by them. But I got to tell you, I used to be so overwhelmed by that stuff. Like just sitting down. I, I do taxes every year because for the longest time I did hair and I, I was an independent contractor. And I would sit down and I would have to do all my receipts and get it all together and get it in in the last minute because I just like literally could not function. I'd kind of collapse, literally have a brain collapse because <laughs> I didn't want to do it. And of course, nobody wants to do that kind of stuff. It's well, maybe there's some people who love to do that kind of stuff. And if you're that person, call me. I'm going to need your help. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, is like, like the 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 ability to have capacity to do adult things comes from whatever it was that we were equipped to do as a child. 
like for example, you know, my daughter, I've mentioned this before, you know, she's, she's an Enneagram nine. We knew that from the beginning. That's a peacemaker. I, I could peg that girl from the beginning that that's her character uh, or her, yeah, her character trait, um, her personality type. I guess it's not a character trait, her personality type. And, um, you know, I could peg that from the beginning. And my son, you know, I'm pretty sure he's an Enneagram eight. So he comes by that honestly. And I'm really proud as an Enneagram eight mom as well. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, early on, you know, you you can kind of see some of those things about your kids. And when you are aware of your children and how they function, you there's going to be things that they are going to be a little more, they're going to struggle in a little more because of their personality type as well. So you always have to take those into consideration. So my daughter because she's a peacemaker. Um, she does not like to return food, even if she doesn't like it. Okay. Because it's all about keeping the peace and harmony. And so often I will have to, to help her to speak up about those things because she matters and she is important. And so with her, it's taking a lot more repetition to teach her that her voice matters, that um, you know, she's paying for an item. Well, she's not paying for it. I'm paying for it, but you know, I'm teaching her. She, she doesn't like the item. Um, she needs to use her voice in order to return. So those will be a little bit harder for her because within her personality type, that will take a little more work, but she can build the capacity as we keep having repetition over it. So if I just say to her, I'll just keep ordering for you until you're 18 and out of the house, that is not equipping her to be able to have her learn how to meet her own needs in these areas. And then she goes into adulthood and then she's ill-equipped. Like I remember, you know, I I'm the baby of the family. So my parents, they actually did, I don't know if this, they treated all the kids like this or if this was just my experience, but Actually, I don't even think that it was just because I was a baby. I think that my parents probably just didn't want to wait for me. So they probably just did things for me because they it was just easier to do that. And I could probably talk to them and figure that out, but I just I'm just just my assumption today. So, you know, cuz we're doing this podcast. So anyways, so my parents did a lot of things for me. They they took the reins for me a lot. They um instead of allowing me to learn or like show me how to do certain things, it often would be done for me. And so I, I had built this like, without even knowing this level of social anxiety when it came to going out and doing things for myself that I like needs. Like for example, like going to the grocery store, I remember having major anxiety about just going to the grocery store because number one, I didn't know what the heck I was looking for, for food wise. Number two, I was afraid to like ask questions if I, if I needed something, cause I felt incompetent um, when it came to just the grocery store stuff. And then um, having to like pay, you know, how much money do I have to count out? Um, I'm not super good at math. So it was like, 
if I, you know, back, this is back before we had, you know, tons of credit cards that we could just swipe all the time or, you know, Apple pay. Now Apple pay is so easy. You could just, you know, put it right up there. You don't even have to worry about it. And so, you know, those were things that gave me a ton of anxiety as an adult. And I remember, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like this overwhelms me. The thought of going out and just getting basic groceries was really difficult for me. And, and that's because a lot of the stuff that I had as a child and, and from a real, I believe, you know, either it was from a loving place or just the fact that I was the last kid and there was maybe a little less patience, whatever the reason was, it did not equip me for adulthood. Now, what's really interesting is I got my um, hair license when I was 18. I got it in March of 2020. No, not 2020. What the heck am I thinking? 2000. Man, you guys, time is just flying. I got my license March of 2000. I was already a hairdresser. I had my career before I graduated high school. So there was this part of me that was super driven, like I could study. Um, I was able to, you know, get, you know, my license um, application sent off, all of that to like get my license and all that. But that was from a different place. That was, I could do that because it was a passion and it was something I really wanted. Now, the, there are other things that have been a lot harder that are adulthood, you know, behaviors that we have, like, for example, like the taxes, right? This is still my job and, or when it was my job, it was still my job and I would have to still do certain things in order to keep up with my license. I'd have to pay for my license and not wait till the last minute, you know? Handling money is an adulthood thing. You know, having the ability to pay bills on time. I remember when my husband and I were first married and I had this belief that, oh, like the husband is supposed to take care of the bills and he's supposed to do all this stuff. And I handed Malachi the checkbook and that guy, he bounced checks all over the place. And I was just freaking out. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Taking this back, taking this back. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I mean, we, I married him when he was, you know, he was 20. So he was, he was young, you know, we were young and, um, he didn't know how to do any of that because he wasn't taught that he wasn't taught how to, you know, write a check and balance a checkbook. You guys, I'm talking kind of old here. Nowadays, you don't really balance your checkbook anymore. You just go into your account and see what's there. Uh, but back in the day, you had to literally write down everything that you spent because otherwise you would overcharge or write a check that you know would would bounce or whatever and so these are things that needed to be equipped and a repetitive um experience for him for me or anyone to become skilled in or maybe just like not even skilled in, but you just think like your brain, if you think about your brain and those neural pathways, something that you would go back to and know how to do because you've had that repetition. You've had the experience, you know how to do it. 
And I find that it's um, really interesting when we expect people to be an adult in certain things that they didn't get any skill in. Now, you know, some people will say, well, like they, you know, this person works really hard. They're like really good in their job. And I would say to you, most likely they had a parent that was as well, or maybe they were able to, maybe they didn't like that their parent didn't work. And so they figured out a way to grow that skill in themselves. There's so many, there's so many things around adulthood that is very complex. And, you know, I think that a lot of people feel like, well, if they were able to hold down a job, then they should be able to show up as an adult in their relationships. But I find that to be one of the hardest things in adulthood for many, many clients that I see. It's like, you know, if you've been emotionally stifled from childhood until, you know, whatever age you are now, the emotional, the way you show up as a partner is going to be based in whatever you got as a child, because all of our family of origin plays out in our family right now, if you don't change the dynamics. And so the reality is as much as we feel like somebody should be an adult, and I'm not saying that somebody shouldn't be, but as much as we feel like they should be, if they didn't get the tools and equipping and repetition to be an adult, to learn how to become an ad adult, to have that brain pathway even developed at all, then how they show up in relationship as an adult is going to be most likely very young. I hope this is giving you some thought provoking because it's like the, the matter of the fact is we can show up in different parts of our brain and our adulthood, those parts that have been developed and then the other parts not. And we can question why it is, we can say, I wonder why it is that I can show up to my job. Or maybe I can show up for other people that are outside of my family, but I can't show up for people in my family. I can't be the, the dad I want to be or the mom I want to be, or I can't be the, you know, whatever. I can't be the husband or wife I want to be. And that's because there's something that has not been you know, equipped inside of that person. And so how do we manage this when we haven't had the skills developed inside of us? Like this is so much more than even skills. I just, if you just think about brain growth in general, okay? If you think about a brain growing and parts of the brain didn't develop, in essence, that's what I'm talking about. I remember when, you know, everything came out with my husband and all the masks were off. And I just remember going, oh my gosh, like underneath all of this mask of what he's been portraying is a really young person who is completely underdeveloped. 
and lost so much time developing. And what's been really beautiful now is, um, you know, I can see the growth now and I can take the behaviors and addiction less personally now because I understand that that was really just a way of coping with the lack of adulthood. It really was a way of coping with the pain that he was experiencing that had nothing to do with me, everything to do with his childhood. And, and I want to touch on this because we often expect people to show up in relationship with us the way that we are developed in. And I got to be honest with you, if they didn't get the skills and development and the repetition to be a healthy person, then whatever they had repetition in is how they will show up with you. Damn, that was a good statement. I want to say it again. However, they had repetition in their life from childhood growing up is how they will show up with you. So for example, my husband was 11 when he became addicted to pornography and then that led into a full-blown sex addiction. That's how he showed up in relationship with me. Now, the difference between me and the behavior and how he was doing that in the behavior was when he met me, I was very different than the people that he encountered. I was emotionally very intelligent. Um, I was a, I would show up with people differently than he experienced before because I, I wanted to connect with people on a, an emotional level and vulnerability and transparency. That was something he had never experienced before. And so when he met me, he was like, oh my gosh, like that's what I want. I want that transparency and vulnerability. And I, and I need to, I need to be in relationship with that kind of person. But the thing was, is that he didn't know how to bring any of that to the table, you guys. Like that, that seemed good and right and desirable to him. And I think, you know, we've talked, he and I have talked about this. He thought that he could, if I just marry her, like I'll show up like that. I'll show up as honest and integrous and, you know, the addiction issues will go away because, you know, I've got this person who, who carries what I lack. And I got to be honest again, that ain't going to happen because it's a lack of repetition and the adult skills and vulnerability and transparency in himself that he couldn't show up that way. Nobody else can make that you know, nobody else can develop your brain like that. You have to be willing to be all in to get that brain development. You have to keep going back to it and, and learning and building those grooves of brain development in yourself and in your body and your, you know, and undoing all of that aloneness that's happened to you that's led you to the place to continue in repetitive patterns and behaviors and undeveloped skills. Like you, ha you have to be willing to face that and call it for what it is. Sometimes that's really hard when we're an adult because of this expectation in our society that you should just be somewhere by now. And I gotta be honest with you, you can't just be somewhere by now. Like that's like me this saying to myself, I really wanna go to Italy, so I'm just gonna think about it and find myself there, no. Maybe there's some weirdos out there that can do that 
<laughs> in most reality, that's not the case. Usually you have to plan for the trip. You have to be able to pay for the trip. You have to be able to book a flight. You have to be able to book a hotel. You have to pack clothes. You have to know where you're going. You have to drive to get there. I mean, there's all of these steps to getting to that place. So with that being said, to expect anybody to just enter adulthood because they turn a certain age or because they came from a certain family, which you don't even know half the stuff of how families look until you start really digging into each person individually. You know, like you just can't arrive at adulthood. And I, it's so crazy because I've been listening to, we've been listening to Jordan Peterson recently and my gosh, just the, the revelation of what this guy has got. And, you know, he probably wouldn't call it revelation, but to me it is. And, you know, he was talking about like the, like the lack of adulthood. He was talking about it from the perspective of selfishness. Okay. And like that you, you grow, you know, you, you become older and like, what are you going to do if you're not going to get married and have kids? Like you're going to, you're going to be selfish. You're going to think about yourself. And then like, what are you making of your life? What changes are you, are you making in the world? You know? And he, and he was talking about like how marriage in itself is if you're up for it, if you can do, do it, um, if you can build the capacity, you can actually create this amazing, beautiful thing because you're growing as a person by learning to be selfless in so many ways. But if you grew up in a home where, you know, you had selfish parents and, or just parents that had trauma and you couldn't even, you know, all you did was be selfless in a sense and you become totally enmeshed, then, you know, you're not going to be a solid partner for somebody because you're going to lack your own awareness, your own emotional intelligence, and you're going to be kind, you know, become like a chameleon to everybody that's coming in your path because you, you're not a person on your own. Or if you have, you know, um, parents who spoiled you and you are like everything, then you have this level of selfishness where you don't even know how to give to another person because it was all about you to begin with. I mean, there's so many facets to this. The point I'm trying to make is most of us didn't get the development that we needed in our brain and our body and our emotions to be healthy, proper adults. And so we have to build that in adulthood. And one of the most beautiful things that I've seen is my clients that I work with that are, that's a couple, the, the married couples, as I've seen them build this capacity with each other, like they are building with each other, the capacity to grow and heal and change and the space to do it. It's like this, oh my gosh, I like internally, I'm just like so excited because I've actually watched this happen. I have led people into this and I, it was so funny. I was telling my coaching partners today, I felt like I could run 10 miles after watching 
this dynamic of connection on this crazy deep level. Like this is stuff I could only dream of doing and watching and being a part of. Because when you see two adults who have child parts and they are so longing for connection on a deep level that they are willing to build capacity for each other, hold those burdened parts of each other, be be in it with each other and grow and heal. It's like, this is where the leaving and the freaking cleaving happens. This is where the foundations of transformation are built. And most of the time we give up in relationship long before that can even happen because it's taking too long. Well, of course it's taking too long. Parts of your brain and your body were not developed properly. So it is going to take time. So just kind of wrapping it up, like the whole point of what I'm trying to say is adulthood is something that is built. And it should have been built within our family of origin with people. So if we're not in that place of adulthood yet, then we have to build it with people now. People that have the skills and the understanding of how to lead us there by by getting curious with us. It is the only way. It is our God-given design. It's how we're formed and how we're shaped. Our brain is meant to mirror another person's brain. And whatever we mirrored growing up is what we will be as adults. And then if we can now as adults mirror with another person that has capacity and that person is able to hold the space, we can really grow in our adulthood. Thanks for listening. If you have found today's podcast helpful, please like, subscribe, and share. If you are interested in coaching with me, go to www.identitylife.coach. And you can also find me on Instagram, identity.life.coach. Thank you.